0: Please welcome, please welcome. Welcome. This is another episode of The Defenders of Business Value Podcast, a podcast where we talk about what makes a business valuable. Learn the tips and tactics to increase your company's value that only veteran dealmakers know. And now, here's your host, Ed Mysogland. Welcome to Frequently Asked Question Friday. I'm your host, Ed Mysogland. I help business owners make sense of the value in their company so that one day they can sell it when they want, how they want, and to whom they want. Each week, I answer three questions about business value or selling companies that come in from the website or social media. This is a little bit shorter of an episode, but hopefully it uh, will be helpful in your journey to making a saleable company. All right, so let's get to it. Okay, the first question, how is a buyer going to take over a relationship with the customer that, or the customers that I have developed over the years. All right. So the first thing is that, you know, chances are that you've got a lot of business as well as uh, employee relationships that you've developed. I mean, then you, you just can't be in business for probably as long as you have uh, without developing those relationships. But as we've talked about in the guests that I've had on the podcast, I mean, it creates a little bit of a challenge to transfer those relationships to a buyer. And that's what the buyer ultimately is doing, is trying to mitigate those risks. So, like I said, there's a risk associated with it and when, and and you should anticipate that the buyer is going to to want to figure out ways to offset any perceived risk. So there's a couple areas that you probably want to examine. Um, If you have contracts with your customers, um, you probably need to uh, first uh, identify assignability. Now, most customers, you know, aren't going to blindly just assign a contract over to someone that they've never met. So the transition between seller to buyer becomes uh, more instrumental. So the second thing you need to keep in mind is that uh, evaluate the relationship, you know, that there is the relationship really with you or is it with the company? Uh, Both it creates Excuse me. For both, it does create a challenge. Um, the buy, the sellers believe that uh, the workaround is just to sell the stock, and then then the problem with the assignability just goes away because the stock sale facilitates that contract going with the buyer. Well, the buyer doesn't. The buyer and the buyer's attorney will probably kick back pretty hard and say, you know, that's not. There's just too much risk and too much due diligence that uh, has to be done in order to to mitigate that risk in doing so. So I wouldn't anticipate that a stock sale would be likely. So the second way, and and probably the the most uh, uh, prevalent way to to do it is is an orderly transition. So the transfer of any kind of relationship is it takes time. And as you move through the sale process, how do you facilitate how do you facilitate those those relationships? Well, it takes time, and then it also takes um, the seller working with the buyer and working with the customer and the employees. and that's why the tra- training and transition agreement becomes instrumental in that effective transfer. The next question: What uh, environmental issues do I need to consider when selling my company? So, buyers and and their advisors are extremely sensitive these days to environmental issues. Not that they shouldn't. That not that they haven't been historically, but uh, certainly the the greater awareness of damage to the environment is amplified. And so, you know how much uh, it it costs to to remediate and or clean up uh, an area. So. There is a heightened sense of concern, especially when there are red flags around that particular business. So, you know, those companies that have that own uh, that are dry cleaners, gas stations, anything that has chemicals that uh, that can be spilled on the ground. A lot of manufacturing companies. um, If your building is old, and or you know whether you own it or you lease it. And it's um, it was housed on on something that perhaps um, a gas station or, or dry cleaner or some other type of uh, high risk land. Then you you need to to keep that in mind. And then uh, lastly, if the building's old and has asbestos or lead paint ba- lead based paint, you also want to um, be sensitive to that. So the easiest and most cost-effective way to to identify whether or not you have a problem is having what's called a phase one environmental study conducted. And that's just a non-invasive study, and it's uh, akin to the way a perhaps a, uh, a realtor or – I'm sorry – an appraiser, or a real estate appraiser would do a drive-by and, and – size up the the comp or the company or the the piece of real estate from from the road without going in and then going back and research you know the history of that piece of real estate um and then if there are there are signs that uh, perhaps it requires an additional um study then bore, boring samples and and different other techniques would be employed for uh, a phase two study, so um, yeah, I think that uh, answers that question. okay, the last question, and should I replace or repair equipment before putting my business on the market? Well, you know, today's business buyers are engaging equipment appraisers to evaluate tangible assets, so it's a good idea to make sure that the equipment the equipment's in good working order and has, uh, economic life remaining. Um, the, the equipment appraiser, um, is certainly going to be akin to knowing what challenges perhaps that piece of equipment or the the package of equipment represents. And if you haven't been, um, updating the equipment, then it might be, um, a situation where the value is penalized, uh, as a result for it. So the long answer to the short question is, is yeah, you probably need, in order to get maximum value, to uh, replace or repair the equipment that is in disarray before getting it on the market, or at least anticipate that you're going to be penalized for not doing so. Well, that about wraps it up. But before you go, would you like to receive a weekly newsletter of curated articles that I've stumbled upon or I'm writing about regarding business value and making a company saleable. Well, if so go to defenders of com and sign up for the newsletter. Now, if you have a question that you would like answered, go to again, the website, defenders of business and push the appropriate button. Or you can email me at ed at defenders of business Or you can reach me at Twitter at, Ed Miso. Thank you so much for spending time with me. If I can ever be of help to you in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. Have a good weekend and I'll see you next week. This was another episode of the Defenders of Business Value Podcast. For more episodes packed with strategies to increase the value of your business, visit defendersofbusinessvalue.com for show notes, transcripts, and free tools to start you on your journey. Subscribe now so you don't miss any future episodes.